the Loud Sports Show. Both teams play hard. I'm a man. I'm 40. Both teams play hard. What? Both teams play hard. I'm sorry, Fiesta. Both teams play hard. Diddly. Poo. God bless and good night. Send it in, Jerome. I mean, I'm already recording, baby. Let's go. I mean, we're already back for episode 13. This is this episode 13? Episode 14? I think it's episode 13. I don't I even know. look. Right, right. It's all, all the weeks are blending together at this point, man. Uh, I know there's only three more football games, and that's all that really matters. Three more football games, man. Of course, we had the crazy... Playoff games of the weekend. We'll get to. I actually want to save it for last. Um, there was a bunch of Martin Luther King Day basketball games on. You're watching hockey right now. Mm. Um, we were just talking about the Celtics uh, and the Knicks. The Knicks are on a two game winning streak. They won again today, man. They beat the the, the Magic, I think. Too much quickly. Quickly, I, I guess. excuse me. I don't know these noon noon tip offs. Yeah, that <laughs> oh, was one, also brutal. One o'clock tip off. Yeah, yesterday was. They're like, we'll take any slot the NFL doesn't want to <laughs> occupy on a Sunday. If we can get eyeballs, we'll take it right now. They'll time, take it. Hey, time to stop betting those unders at those twelve noon because nobody's ready at twelve. Listen, I gotta stop betting. I told you about the tickets I played yesterday noon? this weekend. Woo! Nobody's ready to play at noon. That it catches you off guard. Most people are going into place their bets at noon. Never mind, like you know what I mean. You, you miss a lot of the action with those with those early oh. starts, man. Figure them out and hit the unders. Yeah, I told you my tickets. I went I went old for well, I went one for four on my bets this week. So I I, I have no business even heading out there. And the, the playoff games are <sighs> like I said, it was it was it was a decent week in football. But I do want to start with the biggest story probably of the last month. Finally, it's over. Houston has Houston's period. I, I don't want to be a Houston sports fan right now. They finally dealt James Harden last week. Oh, it is rough, huh? It's it, it is not a fun time to be a Houston football or basketball fan. We'll start with the Harden trade. James is out of there. Um, do you like the haul they, they got for him? First of all, let's let's start with that because no. Oladipo. The fact that they got Oladipo, a bunch of picks. Oladipo's um, on a contract year, so who cares? He's in a contract year, but they basically settled and punt and said we're going to take. The, what what is it? Eight. They got four first round picks and four swaps. Those basically. swaps are worthless unless all those guys dip out after that twenty twenty three season. Hey, it? everyone said it was gonna be worthless the first time that, that Brooklyn, Brooklyn did hates that. Picks. You know what I mean? They don't they, like them. They don't want them. <laughs> hey, I, I think they see the big picture. They're like, what's picks if we can get to the finals? I mean, it, it kind of makes sense, but I I don't. The thing I didn't understand from from the point of view of the Rockets is it seemed that they had Jared Allen, Karis Levert. We were talking before we started recording. They flip Karis LeVert for Oladipo. Karis LeVert somehow already has some kind of health issue where he's going to not be able to play for the Pacers. Nobody knew about this in Brooklyn. Nobody, this right. is ridiculous. So I, I don't understand how the trade doesn't get vetoed or something. I mean, that, that that's crazy enough as it is. But I guess I understand that from the Rockets' point of view. I mean, if you if you have any inkling that's going to happen, flipping, try to get Oladipo and try to put him with John yeah, Wall. I don't think they knew. I don't think anybody knew. I mean, knew. they had to do some kind of medical exam. I mean, no. I mean, they're part of the Karis trade. Karis LeVert ever – Went to Houston? Well, the, I think the intent the first when they first talked about the deal, it was for him to go to Houston, and then the parts of the deal were they I the trade was to go to Houston, know, and then they flipped him in a second round pick yeah, for Old Depot, and then this, they did the same thing with Jared Allen. This came across the wire. It was like Harden sent to the Nets, and then it's like, ooh, wh- what did they get? And then next thing you know, the Cavs are involved. So I want uh, I want to get that too. And I go. I don't understand why any of these other te- what the Cavs are involved to get Jarrett Allen and Torian Prince. That's what they're that's what they're bringing to the party. Well, it's almost like let's so come to your point. It's like they said, you know what? We don't want any talent that's going to be uh, on contract beyond the season. We don't want to have to pay Old Depot. Uh, Jarrett Allen is also going to be up for an extension after this year. Uh, it didn't make any sense to me at all. Like, that's all I want to talk about it because you would think a young athletic center like Jarrett Allen is the guy you want to keep, but no. Instead, they say no. Let's flip him and get. 
We don't want him. We want DeAndre. They, no, but they, but <laughs> they end, but, but they end up getting Dante Exum in in the Milwaukee Bucks twenty twenty first round pick in exchange for name. Jared Allen. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who I love five years ago, but I mean, I, I don't understand quite what they're doing. Where did he come from? Cleveland. Yes, I had no That's, idea. So, so, so basically, what happened? Who he just, played for? Just to put it all out there, was they they swapped James Harden for the Nets bushel of picks. Okay, <laughs> the eight picks, Jared Allen, Karis LeVert. Okay. Then they took Karis LeVert and a second-round pick and flipped them for Oladipo and a pick. And then they took Jarrett Allen and Tarion Prince and flipped them for Oladipo, uh, for Dante Exum in, in the Milwaukee first-round pick to Cleveland. So it was like – that's why they technically made it a four-team deal, but it was like one deal and then another three-team deal was Who made. Cares? But it, it's, At it, that point, it's, it's stupid. out of control. It, it is out of control. And, and, the, and I'll tell you, though, I haven't even talked about the worst part about the deal yet. The worst part about – James Harden getting traded to the Brooklyn Nets is that I've heard three different stories that the best deal on the table, the best piece that they could have got back for James Harden was, uh, I think, didn't hands down, do didn't want to do Ben it. Simmons. But because we're going to hold a grudge Maury, with Daryl Morey, we're going to say, you know, you know what? We don't want the 24-year-old all-star point guide. We don't want the all-defensive, all-NBA potential guide. No, you know what? F you, basically. Uh, we're going to hold our guns. They, what do they want? They want a Diebold, Simmons, uh, Maxi, and two first-round picks. For a guy who clearly wants out and already stated he wanted to leave, I mean, who knows? Who cares at this point? All I know is Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni. What did he say when this happened? Mike D'Antoni. Think he was thrilled. Mike D'Antoni was like, "Come to me, James. Come to me. We'll figure this out, buddy." He was like, "We've done this before. And we'll do this again." Are you kidding me? Mike D'Antoni was like, "How could I play this any fucking better?" Like, Mike you know what I mean? He's like, "They're not going to yell at me. I'm not going to get fired for this." And I'll coach this guy. Mike D'Antoni is. I I love Mike D'Antoni, man, and. Oh my goodness! So yeah, Mike D'Antoni. I mean, like I said, for him, he's so you think it was a full-on embrace when he showed up, just hugs and all, right? I think Mike D'Antoni's already deleted Kyrie's number from his phone. <laughs> I think Mike D'Antoni is ready to delete on. Kyrie's number from their phone. I, I think. He, and why uh, wouldn't they at this point take your sage and your attitude and go? Exactly. I, for the so let's talk about from the Brooklyn Nets point of view, since we're already talking about that. Do do you think that now this puts them over the hump? Number one. No. Um, no, you don't think this makes them automatic they, finals? They, they killed the contenders. depth on that team. They still play absolutely no defense whatsoever. True. I think they're going to get crushed tonight by Milwaukee. I think it's astronomically ridiculous that you even watch the odds for the Nets surpass the Bucks. To it's just incredible. You, you don't think they have the depth and the defense to get this done? Zero, none whatsoever. Well, who's coming off the bench? Dinwiddie's done. Dinwiddie is done. You don't think? Okay, let me ask you this though. You don't think that just having James Harden, Kevin Durant, and yes, Kyrie Irving. He's missed seven games already. He's on the roster, right? Yeah, sure. He's on the roster. Okay. So just having Kevin, you don't think that just kind of like the Lakers were able to do last year? They don't think they no, were able the Lakers to had depth. Whether you called them old or whether you called them players that maybe they just kind of fit the narrative, there is nobody. It is those three guys, their friend DeAndre. I wouldn't say it's nobody. Let's, Joe Harris. Hold on. I'm going to pull it. That's what I started doing before, before I hit the keyboard. And, and I think there's nothing left in the cupboard after that. I'm going to pull up a, a list of uh, current NBA free agents. So let's see. What well, free agents uh, have to do with anything? That. They're not going to have any goddamn cap space. Well, So that that is actually, that <laughs> like, actually is, is gonna, my point. What is it going to so, matter? So I'll give you the perfect example, <laughs> perfect example of someone. for a buyout guy? 
Perfect. Here we okay, go. Okay. Okay. So, perfect example of someone who's losing their mind right now. Kevin Porter Jr. is losing his mind in Cleveland. Uh, he's throwing a fit, and he's apparently going to be traded or released. Yo, they gave his locker away. What do you want? From him? Is that what happened? That was like, a, that's I was what like, I heard. I, was, they, I don't know why he's losing his, his shit. They moved his locker but. to the other side, and he went ballistic. I guess. Okay, so let me ask you this. If if Kevin Porter Jr., who's what? Is this the second year in the league, third year in the league? Mm-mm. Talented 24-year-old wing player? If he's he standing in the corner? Okay, if he gets cut because oh, – what what other team in the league would he rather go to? Okay? this But this is going to be the case for them all for the rest of the year. The season just started. Okay? Guys are looking to hook their train. Hook Dude, onto you this know gravy how train. these guys are, man. You chip. know yeah, how these guys are, it dude. Doesn't work that way. Ask Kyle Malone about his rings. I mean, that was the most notorious case of yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. Working out terribly, of course. But I mean, those guys, this guys I hear, uh, Isaiah Thomas is currently uh, still getting interest from teams, and and that's another guy who obviously you have Kyrie. But if you don't have Kyrie, that kind of makes sense, no? Am I am I crazy for thinking that? Acquiring James Harden for the Brooklyn Nets puts them. Give it some time, but I don't think this is. I get the whole big three narrative. It's really just a big two because the other guy's cuckoo. But I agree though. um, But but having those two guys means something in the NBA. Yeah, but not with James Harden's Ole defense. Like it's just you know, this guy quit on Houston. He 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 absolutely. He's never showed up in big games for Houston, and what great because he gets to be what second banana to Kevin Durant again. I mean, kinda. Kevin Durant's a big deal, no? I'm not saying Kevin Durant is not a big deal, but I think they get straight waxed tonight by Milwaukee. They are, and it's going to take them a while to adapt. But I just feel that having James Harden, having Kevin Durant, eventually, if you are able to incorporate Kyrie Irving, uh, it's this a young. This is laughable that you can say that, dude. The three they of those guys, this guy to be a big part of their team, and they can't even find him. It's incredible. <laughs> that that is obviously a whole other situation altogether. But if they ever can get the three of those guys on the court, there is nobody in the league who can boast that kind of talent. And if they if they can figure it out, I don't think you need that much depth. I think you need some guys who can rebound and defend. Really, not not make it so those guys have to exert all their energy for forty eight minutes on the court. It does. It doesn't matter. You can't ask a bunch of other guys to be like, yeah, yeah. You guys go play the defense. These guys are gonna take the shots. Hey, it's man, not gonna work. There's it's role players work. out there. There's three and D guys out there. What, nope. what, what do you think KCP is out there doing? Some guys want to touch the ball. What do you think Avery Bradley's out there doing? These guys are getting, making a career. Well, out of this. Avery Bradley's out there. This getting, is my point, getting though. Chips for doing nothing, and <laughs> now he's getting money in Miami. But there are guys out KCP's there. KCP's out there point. actually hitting shots and getting the ball in LA. You'll see, man. You'll see. Okay. Uh, we'll see if you change your tune about this. I'm That's not all. I'll change my tune on this. We'll keep you posted. Um, the other team in Houston, though, this is what we started saying is that Houston's a mess. Yikes. The Rockets are obviously an S show, and they will be all year long. They Poor acquired Steven Silas, Odipo. by the way, on this one. Hey, man, this don't guy, don't feel too bad for him because at the end of the – They looked great in the game they played for first game without uh, Harden, though. I was going to say, they, they got rid of Harden now. They have Wall and Oladipo. They got Cousins and Wood. Uh, they'll probably still have to trade P.J. Tucker, but they have a decent team. They don't have a great team. They have a decent team. Don't feel too bad for him. Now, let's see what he can I do. I think he'll get a now. real shot to be a coach now. Exactly, exactly. But the, the other uh, pro team there, uh, the Texans in Houston, they're not doing much better. In fact, they're doing pro- maybe worse with their superstar. Absolutely, they're doing worse. No, <laughs> which which no is crazy to think of. About it, that they're doing. When their franchise quarterback won't even return their calls, wow. That's a big Big problem. He feels disrespected. He feels like he should. He had input, and they just disrespected he him basically. Feel disrespected. And, and they're overlooking him, and now they're in a spot where does I mean does this this doesn't get resolved, right? I mean, this gets resolved one way, right? When he leaves, dealing dealing him for draft picks and, and I mean, other I, considerations. I don't, I don't know what the hall is because you know it's crazy. Like 
just for you know the whole thing with the Drew Brees this possibly being his last week and then we'll get to that afterwards I looked up just the, the Drew Brees draft class yeah I, and like, funny, I was talking about that last night it's insane what little they had to give up the Atlanta Falcons did what? to move from four to one whereas today if you tried to move from four to one in a draft and get anything you're giving up multiple first rounders they gave up one. They give up four in the second pick in the first. Uh, the first pick in the second round. No. No, they had that pick because San Diego was the the number one pick that year. So they had that pick. They just got a bad. They got like a third and maybe a sec. Well, maybe they got a second and a third next year. Ver- flip them one way or another. But either way, doesn't matter. Try moving from four to one now in the NFL. You, you might as well uh, give up honestly, your I arm. I don't think you know. I don't think it'd be that bad. I, I think. It'll, I think it depends on just like at the time. The circumstance. In that case, it was it was a guy who said, "I ain't going here," and then I had to do something about it. You know what I mean? I I think it does depend on the circumstance. If, if there's a quarterback who's up for grabs and people want value him and try to get him, people are gonna pay a ransom for him. You know what I mean? Well, that's uh, well, that's what I'm bringing it back to. Is I'm like, what is enough for a proven what 26 year old quarterback? Is it? I think so. Point? Yeah. Like. It's crazy. First of all, it's crazy. Got to this point, okay? But the truth is, this was almost bound to happen. They had the they had DeAndre Hopkins, and, and the funny thing is, it goes it does go back to Andre Johnson, who's also commented on all this crazy. crap. And and that's really with this team, Andre Johnson, David Carr. They made it to the playoffs at least I, I want to say three or four times in their career, and never they never put a team around those guys. Andre Johnson must really love football because he didn't even take the Calvin Johnson route, where he was just like, you know what, I'm tired of getting beat up for nothing. Right, right. Just the hell with this. I mean, he sees all this going on. He he basically was just like, "This has been going on since they brought in." I forget the guy's name, but they brought in this this chaplain, I guess, from the Patriots, and now he's been like promoting the organization, and it's been just a complete s show. And then the Jack Easterby or something. Yes, it was. See, I was like, I I, I couldn't remember the names. I don't want to butcher, but you hit it right on the head. All I know is when you're choosing someone in the office over the guy on the field, we got real problems. And and if you've been doing it for over for, for. through regimes and, and for generations now, obviously, because Andre Johnson hasn't played it for, what, for at least five years now? And if he knows about this, I mean, this is this is a big issue here, obviously. And uh, look, what can you say? People on the team, people make decisions. Uh, the truth is, Deshaun Watson has the right to his opinion, though, and he has the right to feel the way he does. And if he wants out... And he, he said he went from a 2 to a 10. Uh, they said that when the DeAndre Hopkins stuff rocket. happened, Crazy. like he was a two, and like this stuff, he's a ten. And even DeAndre Hopkins came out and said uh, the, the whole. This was not saying it's going to be crazy to think though that literally within what just over a calendar year ish, they're going to go from having DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson, which are building blocks for your future. Yeah, this is going to get at. starting over. Oh. so so if you look at that team in the last five years, okay. Five years ago, this team had JJ. Well, in the last five years, excuse me, let me say that they had JJ Watt. Say what, you, say, Watt. say what you want about these guys, okay? But this team had as cornerstones JJ Watt, Jadavian Clowney, DeAndre Hopkins, and and uh, and and Sean Watson. Uh, I don't know how much the <laughs> the Clowney hey, thing holds up at this point. I, I, say, but but at one point in time, he was playing some good ball for them. Yeah, for them, I guess that's fair. You know what I'm saying? For them, yeah. And in some way or another, they found some way to to completely waste J.J. Watt's career, waste Deshaun Watson's career, 
and they've traded away Hopkins for not even close to value. They wasted their draft picks bringing in a left tackle who has been decent for them, but if you look at what they gave away, it's ridiculous. They, they, they would have the third pick in the draft this year, except for they thought it was a good idea to trade that away. And, and now, I want to get to him in a second, Bill O'Brien paid for his job, obviously, this year. But, I mean, the damage has been done. The damage has been continued to be done in the Houston, I was going to say Rockets organization, but it seems like the same goddamn thing, uh, the Houston Texans organization. And the truth is they almost need this kind of slap-in-the-face wake-up call to figure this out. Well, the thing is, is, you know, I'm not even going to begrudge them. They traded for Tunsil. They got someone to block them on the That was a terrible trade, though. Yeah, not really if you thought you were going to be better. Where the domino effect comes down the line is when you go, well, let me get the star weapon out of of here. Let me not pay the defensive guy. There's only one way to go from that is to start falling backwards. So when they make that trade initially, they're thinking, oh, this pick's going to be a lot higher, not going to be a top five pick, which is insane. It's that, and when you look at the value they but place on those, that's, on those, that's the problem. Those is people. you had to you had to look at it from the standpoint of like, okay, if we already moved that pick, we can't do things to make our team worse. Right. That's that's we're just gonna lose out a lot more on that. And and, and honestly, I and people try to give them the benefit of the doubt when they trade Hopkins, and they try to spin it anyway. But the truth is, this has been going on since then, and it's continued all year. And it, it was. Spoke volumes when you saw J.J. Watt at the end of the season basically apologize to Deshaun Watson about wasting a year of his career. And I, I kind of – Yeah, it's like what's he getting hit for at this point? You have to imagine – Why is he dealing with this? You would have to think that just seeing the way both those guys play and you can't think that both of those guys would – maybe J.J. Watt will be back there. You you can't imagine he would sit back there, watch all this happen, and then J.J. Watt would want, would want to go back to that team as well. That's – again, I don't have any inside sources, but you just can't imagine that things are going to go well there in Houston – and, uh, again, I, I don't know how it's going to be resolved there. There's been rumors uh, that, that Deshaun Watson should be traded for uh, – <laughs> it seems like everyone wants to get rid of this guy for Tua. It, it makes sense the Dolphins have the, that slew yeah, draft picks they get had. Get rid of them. You know what I mean? Give I mean, them their draft pick back, yeah, too. Yeah, give them their draft picks back. I mean, they, they can give them two first-round picks in Tua. I mean, regardless of what you think about Tua, that's actually a decent package. The Jets, they have the number two overall oh, pick the in the draft, sell right? Out the Farm, but the problem with the Jets him. is that it's also the Jets. So I mean, do, so are you, are you go from the Texans to the Jets. I think you're going to get a much better. This is crazy to say, but uh, that's you're going to get saying. a much <laughs> more stable <laughs> franchise. I think. I think the Jets' ineptitude and lack of winning is through no. This is a team that what six years ago was still playing in AFC. They had Mark Sanchez, True. and we're playing for the AFC championship. Different regime, though, I mean. Yeah, I understand different regime, different coach, but, like, this is a team that is willing to put a product on the field and not just kind of dump assets. They just haven't, for lack of a better word, they haven't hit on everything that they've tried to bring in. Like, obviously, the Le'Veon Bell thing was a failure. The Gase thing was a failure. And the guy who put all that stuff in place isn't even there anymore. Exactly. So, you know, but if you – if you sell the the pick down the road, the number two pick, and whatever else it takes, you get Deshaun Watson in there. You've already got Becton in there as a left tackle going forward. You're gonna get C.J. Mosley back. Granted, they you know they got rid of Jamal Adams, but they're gonna get a pick down the line in that. There is ways that the Jets are a much more interesting team going forward, especially with the Robert Salahaya. I don't know exactly how it's going to work out, Yeah, you know, what he's going to bring to them. We'll see. But that team's going to be better going forward, if not just from a chemistry standpoint, because they might actually want to be there. It makes sense. I mean, I I just don't see the stability in the Jets front office. They, they, they worry me. It doesn't. It doesn't give me much hope, but I mean, it, 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 like you said, it, may, it would make sense if they can acquire a guy like Deshaun Watson. Hey, go out and get them. They are on the up. It seems 
I, I just have a big problem with them having Sam Darnold on the roster and maybe going out and acquiring another quarterback. Well, I just, Sam's I on his way out. Sam will probably be part of the package. I guess that would make sense. I mean, if you could do that. I just I don't like this this whole theme. I, I agree with people testing these rookie quarterbacks early and throwing them into the fire. I don't like the league cycling through these guys in one or two years and oh, no, throwing no, these guys no, out. No, you know that doesn't I mean? give, that's it's not so giving crazy, them a, That's man. not even giving them a fair shake. I mean, you look at a guy like Trubisky, he got four years. That's a sample right, size. Absolutely. A guy absolutely. like Rosen got no years. To me, that's like you the, know what I mean. That's so crazy it's to me. Just you know, even Jameis. Jameis got four years. Yeah, four because yeah, they declined the fifth year option. You know, He's but it's just you don't even give these guys a chance to succeed, and then you call them bust. It's the worst thing in the world because what is he supposed to do? You. When you pick a quarterback normally that high, your team is not very good to begin with. Exactly. Okay. Your team like, sucks. The yeah. whole team. Like, the whole entire team sucks. So to, so to expect a, a guy to always walk through the door and instantly turn it around from a from a chemistry standpoint, from a leadership standpoint, I understand like these guys that's part of their traits as a quarterback, but like when the locker room is just kind of, for lack of for a better way of saying, like used to losing all the time. Right. What I don't understand what how you really change the culture without winning games. But if you don't have the talent to win the games, then it's kind of just in a catch twenty two. You got to turn over like thirty something guys. Like you know what I mean? It's it's not an easy thing to do overnight. And I just it sucks when it gets placed on guys like Sam Darnold. And like you said, oh poor Sam Darnold's have to wake up in freaking New York City every goddamn day with a newspaper that says he's trash. And it's just like you know, the guy's been playing for Adam Gates for what for two years now, three yeah, years. Yeah, the guy was supposed to be a quarterback whisperer. Exactly. I don't it's think they like, did him any favors. I like the Salahaya, but I don't think they did him any favors by bringing in a guy who can't maybe work with him. Who knows who the OC will be, and maybe that'll be a guy that can help him. No, but in those but. situations, guys usually want to bring in their own guy. You know what I mean? Like you, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? That's too. usually what happens. So hopefully, I don't know how the whole Deshaun Watson thing's gonna play out, but ho- hopefully for his sake, he he gets somewhere. You notice what I didn't do, right? You notice what I didn't do there in that whole conversation? I didn't bring up the Patriots. See that? He's not. Gonna <laughs> He's not he, honestly, He's I don't not, think it's realistic. You, you don't even have the ammo to fucking aim at the target. Never mind, try. No, I think that the, the whole irony situation, though, and the reason why I just say it at the end there is because it almost feels like this animosity from the Houston Texans bringing in all these damn people from the Patriots. And wouldn't it be ironic at the end of the day if they just also sent him to the Patriots? Again, there's always that Bill Belichick meme that, <laughs> like, oh, my God, Deshaun Watson uh, wants to be traded. Here comes Bill Belichick with his draft picks and, like, yeah. the Stone Cold Steve Austin theme music coming. Yeah, sure. But, uh, hey, we can all wish, we can all dream, right? Uh, I, I, we were talking about the Houston Texans. Their former coach, Bill O'Brien, somehow he keeps on resurfacing. And, and honestly, I really like this move. Nick Saban, he lost his offensive coordinator, uh, Steve Sarkeesian. He goes to, offensive, uh, to, to the University of Texas to become their head coach. And then Nick Saban just goes and gobbles those guys up, man, plugs them right in. And Bill O'Brien is now the new offensive coordinator in Alabama. It's a strong move, man. This is It seems to be the move of offensive-minded guys, man. They fall from grace, and uh, they just f- pick up right up. Pick back up with Saban and just go back to the mountains up, no? Well, Alabama and Nick Saban is clearly just career rehabilitation for whatever coach needs it at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's like a football resort, you yeah, know? Yeah, you just go down there, you do a couple of years. It's like doing time. You go down <laughs> there, you do a couple of years, you get back on your feet. Next thing you know, you're getting positions. There was a point when Sark was like a pariah. Amongst college football, after his whole incident, he had and some his rough years there. Problems. Yeah, he had some rough but times. But now turned it all around. Now he's heading up one of the biggest programs in college football. Not one of the most successful recently, but one of the biggest programs in college football. So, hey, yeah. do your time, Bill O'Brien. Just don't give him any control. 
He might be all right if you don't give him any control. Well, I think that I mean they figured that out with no the whole personnel uh, decisions. They figured out how much control to give those guys with the whole uh, Lane Kiffin experiment. Uh, okay, this is just this is how much uh, uh, stick you get, and that's about that, buddy. But uh, but no, honestly, I think for him, that's actually the perfect move for Bill O'Brien. You go to Alabama, you stay around these pro guys, you stay in the pro system. It's still the Belichick coaching tree. Nick Saban's always around this this the, the top of college football. He's gonna be have. There's no doubt that within the next two or three years, when there's more openings. If not in college football, even if he wants to go back to college football, hell, he did a hell of a job at Penn State himself. Everyone forgets after the whole Jerry Sandusky whole scandal over there. Bill that Bryan's is true. That's what got him the head coaching job over in Houston. So. Exactly. It wasn't his work with the Patriots. It was the job he did at Penn State. So, I mean, he's he done a hell of a job in college before. He's done a hell of a job working with quarterbacks before. So, I mean, let's not let this out. Uh, Apparently, Bill O'Brien, really good coach, just terrible GM personnel guy. Terrible That's GM what personnel it comes down guy. To. And, and some of these guys just aren't as good in the pros as they are in college. So, uh, we'll see if he can do a lot better for him. But, uh, I thought that was cool. The one thing I do want to admit is we talked about it last episode. Alabama, I thought Ohio State had a chance in that game. I was want to talk about me being dead wrong. I was glad I did not go up to the casino and place any money on that game. I was game. sad that I did not leave here and just take the mortgage with me. Why? Because you, you like Alabama? Oh, my God. Alabama. I was I was loving those nine points, man. I got home and I sat home for about twenty minutes, and I was like, "I'm glad I came here, not the casino, because yeah. damn, I was about to make some mistakes." No, they were making it. They made it interesting in the Who beginning. Didn't? They were going. Oh, back. in the beginning, yeah, the absolutely. No, in the beginning. After that, it was just like, "All right, well, I want to coast, so let's blow this open." And uh, that team wasn't right. It didn't matter. Fields wasn't right. They had Sermon left after like one carry. Yeah. Whatever. It happens. It was Alabama, man. It, it does happen. The one thing I didn't want to mention was uh, I think I told you before with some of the, the ESPN basketball games on ESPN3, they do like rail cam and some really cool things. For the national championship game, I was watching, uh, I think it was called Ref Cam, and they basically had like every single like angle they had out there, but it was like with Herm Edwards and like two of the referees. It was actually pretty cool to watch. Like it was, they broke down every single play. They did like no replays and stuff. It was, it was pretty cool, man. You got to check out the ESPN3 stuff. I'm telling you, there's a lot of cool stuff on there you can watch. Uh, speaking of college college football, real quick, just tie it up. Going back into the NFL, Urban Meyer has officially been hired by the Jaguars. We talked about it for weeks. It's been rumored. He makes it official. Shad Cod brings him in. What do you think, man? You think this is a good move? Because a lot of people aren't as – it sounds like a big name, but some people are lukewarm I mean, it is at a the big, success it's rate a of this guy. Name, but we'll see what happens when guys jump. We saw Nick Saban do it, and that didn't work. Yeah, but exactly. I think, you know, I think the one thing that's going to put him in a position – clearly – this was a guy who was just like, oh, you have the number one pick? We can talk. Because right, I don't right. think he'd be talking if they were, you know, anywhere from three up. Maybe they talk if somebody was. They, they have the number two. one pick. They have over $65 million in cap space. Yeah. I, that's I, a nice situation. He was like, oh, Trevor Lawrence, Florida? Not so yeah, bad. Exactly. I'll give this a shot. Yeah, let's talk. And my number is 12. Can we talk? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you know what, what I mean? He ain't, give, he ain't giving this a second look, though, if Trevor Lawrence wasn't walking through that door. He'd be like, ah, this job at Fox is pretty cushy. I'll just sit here. So I'm just going to say it because, because you said it twice now. And the other debate everyone's throwing out there is, so because he's going to take the job, does that automatically Stop mean it's going to be Trevor it. Lawrence? Hey. Oh, come hey, on. Hey, let me just say this. Yeah, we, we're really going to do this? Nope. Hey, I'm, I'm not, I am not going to do this. We're going to okay? do this? All right. Because this is all I'm going to say, right? I, I, I generally Three don't Three years we've don't like, this guy the number one pick in a draft. And now, and now all of a sudden we're going to be like, you. well, you know, he might. He didn't even recruit Justin Fields. What does it matter? What is he going to take up because he's Ohio State? The guy coached at Florida, too. Well, technically, you want him to take Trask? Technically, he did recruit him to Iowa State, Ohio State. He never coached him, but he did recruit him there because of the year ahead and stuff. Look, Whatever. This is, I never like to compare sports. Do not Luka Doncic this 
pick. No, there's no way in hell. Do and at the at the end of the day, you think it's bad in Houston? There'd be riots in Jacksonville if yeah. they didn't take Lawrence. That was, I think you, they already started printing Lawrence jerseys. I could be wrong, but if someone was selling them, they wouldn't be wrong. That someone should, if, if they're not, someone should be selling those things right now because if you, you're missing out the opportunity. Yeah, just say your last name's Lawrence and start slinging them. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I listen. I, I think that's craziness. But there are so many people talk. There are so many people talking about it with a serious face no, on ESPN, just, this, and people this, know more this, than I do. This so it's it's, it's not a scam. Talking points is this is how we get through to the draft and all this other nonsense. It has to be there's, Trevor Lawrence, there's, right? There's not a chance on this earth that he's not the number one pick unless he goes out on a pro day and blows out an ACL or blows out a knee or, or his shoulder falls off. Anything short of that. He might. He probably doesn't even need to go to a pro day. Exactly. Like, let's be honest. This guy could probably just show up to Jacksonville today and enter the facility because they'll give him the freaking keys. Yeah. Walk into his locker, walk into his mansion, and, oh, pick up your Jaguar, your actual live Jaguar yeah. on the way in, sir. I mean, it's he, yours. They, they'll probably let him into the locker room and just be like, pick a locker. Who cares? Going exactly. back to that Michael Porter thing. They'll be like, you can have anyone you want. The at guy will figure it out. Exactly. Well, Not anybody, anybody on that team tenured long enough to have a voice. Get the man a real Thundercat for Pete's sakes with yeah, a saddle. For real. <laughs> no, I, I, honestly, I, I, I'm actually excited to see what the Jaguars do. More than anything, Urban Meyer is going to bring respect to the Jaguars. People are going to take him seriously. I don't know how good of a job he's going to do. I don't know if they're going to win 10 games next year. We, nobody can know that. What you do know is that they're going to go out, they're going to spend money, they're going to have Trevor Lawrence, and people hopefully are going to want to come to that team. And that's, that's going to be that's going to be the tricky part. What? You could say they have money, but you just looked at this is the same team that what was it three years ago was in an AFC Championship game with a very dominant defense, yeah. a start to something, and now none of those players play for them anymore. They, no, they they still have some. They don't have Jalen Ramsey there. They don't have Fournette there. They, don't they have still Campbell. They don't have Campbell. They, they don't, don't have Allen Robinson. They don't. They still have Miles Jack. They still have DJ Shark. They still have DJ Joe Shark's Sh- in like his second year. Like this is listen. Not- they they still have. This- I'm not telling you they have all the guys. What I'm telling you is the cupboard is not bare. They I'm not, still I'm have not a saying the cupboard there. is bare in talent, but what I'm saying is, is the team that was winning on defense isn't there anymore. Those guys aren't in no. the building anymore. So you Absolutely. had a chance. There's a chance. You know. These guys talk to each other. They know what the situation is from one city to the next, if they're going to go there, if they're going to make a jump. And I just don't know if you look at a generational talent, a shutdown corner that doesn't come up very often, and a guy like Daniel Ramsey, and you don't want to pay him, who are you going to pay? I agree. I also think that Jalen Ramsey – may not have 100% want to be in Jacksonville, and that's okay. I think that's okay. I no, think. I think he did because he showed up in a Brinks truck to training camp on that year, basically just saying, pay me, I'm here, and they were like, nah. I mean, at the end of the day, the Jalen Ramsey thing is, is a little tough. He he is an elite player, and I do agree. I personally would have kept him there, but I can see why they didn't want to pay a guy top dollar. They, they probably just couldn't afford to sustain finances. I mean, they're the Jacksonville Jaguars. I I, I Again, I don't agree. I get it. What I do know is, like I said, going forward, they have DJ Shark, they have LaVisca Chanel, they have James Robinson, they have some guys on offense for Trevor Lawrence already. They might need a couple of offensive linemen. Who doesn't need some more offensive linemen? They have a couple guys on defense. They have Miles Jack. They have C.J. Henderson. Uh, Taven Bryant's okay. They have Josh Allen, the actual pass rusher. There's a pass rusher of the same name. I'm not. Oh, I'm they, not they, they have that some they guys. You know what I mean? To build they around. have a lot of young guys, and the problem is, is like when you try and recruit. Literally, the next free agent they recruit will probably be the oldest guy in the locker room. 
there's no culture there. And he's going to have to make it. He's going to have to change it. But at first, you got to change the perception of what people think of your organization. I, I agree. I think it's a good chance for them to bring in a couple guys who can do that for them. And I do think that they might be able to compete next year. Just with Who's that guy, though? Honestly, I don't know who all the free agents are. You never know, though. I mean, all it really takes is one or two guys to come in, and they could really change the locker room around, especially with the, with a talent like Trevor Lawrence. You never know who might be attracted to them. But, I mean, I do think in the division they play in, they play with the Titans, they play with the Texans, and they play with the Colts. The Colts are probably going to lose Phillip Rivers, possibly. The, ti- yeah. the Titans are going to be the Titans, and we just talked about how much of a mess the Texans are. So all I'm saying is there's a chance to come in next year competitive – with Trevor Lawrence at quarterback, at best, and who knows? At best, they're second in the division. Right. That's at best. But the, all I'm saying is that's something. More realistically, they're probably third at this point, which is sick. And they came into this year with, with looking at the fourth place spot at best. So, yeah, hey. One progression, one spot a year. Hey, man. Like I said, Jacksonville is on the up and up. I do finally want to get to the playoff games, man, because enough is enough. Enough of Jacksonville and, and, and whatever the hell they're doing down there. The NFL was on and popping this weekend. I got to admit, though, I wasn't as interested in some of these games um, as oh, last week's you. games. This last week's games seemed to be better. It, it seemed like this week was blasphemy. This week was the matchup of like the NFL's young stars. They had the young really coaches. Have so many of these left, and you're not entertained. Get I, I, out of it's here. not that I wasn't entertained. I think the games were better last week. They had McVay versus Lafleur last this week. Uh, we had Allen versus Jackson. More teams, and, and then we had Mahomes versus. They had uh, more games. No, I mean they, they were just better games. The, the Rams-Packers, excuse me, we had Mahomes versus uh, Mayfield, and then we had, of course, the old-timers, Breeze versus Brady Whoa. for the third time this old. season. Um, the Rams and Packers game, man, I mean, I don't know about you. that, that yeah. It just wasn't. I didn't see it. Heard it. You didn't see it. You heard it. it, it uh, I feel like you didn't really miss much. I saw parts of it, you know, the Packers big ups to the, the Yahoo, home, Sp- Yahoo Sports app. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Clearly, Aaron Donald wasn't 100%. That was evident uh, in what the, that defense was not the same defense. And in a different year, it's not like Goff screwed it up for them. I so, mean, he didn't screw it up for him, but he also, I mean, well, he had 27 pass attempts for 174 yards. He wasn't. Is that he, it? Yeah, I don't, that's I it. Mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't, you know, Cam Akers had a great day, had a good day on the ground. It wasn't. Is Cooper Cup just out for them too? Like he didn't. Yeah, Cooper Cup wasn't there. They didn't, you know, they had, they had their injuries at the wrong time. And I think in a, different world maybe they could be more competitive with those guys on the field but i mean there was you look at the you know just what was going on in that game in general and there were certain things where you could clearly see what you knew exactly what the packers were going to do and it was just like really like that's like i mean jalen ramsey's only one guy he can only do so much only cover so much area boy that that team did not look did not look right from what i did see of it yeah honestly i mean between the quarterback position, the, the injuries they had on defense, it just it, it's it, it mounts up. You know what I mean? And I did like the Rams, not obviously not as much as you did this year. You nope. love the Rams, no, you did not. But I mean, sometimes this happens to teams. Sometimes it gets to the end yeah, of the year and injuries add up, and it just you know what I mean. What can you do? It's football. Football's yep. the t- toughest sport we got out there. And you look at the box score here. I mean, they, they got for the first quarter they hung with them. It was three three. And after that, Green Bay just takes off. They score 16 points in the second quarter. The Rams are able to get a touchdown on the board to keep it 19 to 10 at halftime. But I mean, after that, man, Green well, the Rams with game. Did you see the two point conversion play they ran? That was a, that was a great play. Yeah. They were they were in this game. 
I just think at some point the defense Damn. wasn't the defense that they're accustomed to having. And this guy had all day to sit back there and just throw ropes and throw perfect passes out. You know, I was going to say Rodgers in comparison. So Goff had, was 21 for 27, okay, 174 yards. Rodgers completed 23 passes. Okay, uh, on thirty six attempts. You're about had, to tell me that Aaron Rodgers is better than Jared Goff because you can save yourself the time. <laughs> Look, I mean, I know my point is though, he had four less completions than uh, than Goff had attempts. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers twice as many really yards, good at I mean? football. So, like this is not news. My point is, that if you just look at the quarterback play, it wasn't even close. You know what I mean? And yeah, the defense was the defense, but I mean. They just this this was the fear for the Rams, right? How are they going to be able to score as many points as the Packers in this game? And they couldn't. At the end of the day, they just couldn't. Well, I mean, for most of that game, they were within one one to one score to ten points for most of for that most game, of the game, right? Until that last bomb over the top that just kind of put it out of reach for them. But you know, it was. It's not that the Rams are going to be bad. You know, they were looked down upon this year, even though. I think they finished D and A last year, yeah. so it wasn't one of those things. It's just people just kind of, you know, you forget. But the Rams will be back; they'll be fine. They got to get a different quarterback though, because clearly their coach doesn't want this one. Uh, so I was going to mention. So they're going to stop paying people. They're outscored twenty nine fifteen in the last three quarters of this game. Um, but I I did want to mention that. Do you think that this is it for Goff as a quarterback? I mean, he was the number one. I think no. I think people forget that. What do you mean? You just said I know, but come on, we're going to do this again. You just paid Gurley. Year later, he's gone. You just so, paid Goff another year. Like, he's going to be gone. What's even crazier to me is that even after that pathetic performance of a defense that I've harped on all year, like what is it? Seven hours later? No, it was the next day. The DC gets hired as a head coach. Like what? What? Huh? In the same building too. I, I don't know. In the same building too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just, he's gonna have his own office on the other side. We're gonna go ahead and move you to the other side of the building, sir. Take elevator two instead of elevator one from now on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, he, you've been praising him all year. He did a good job with that team. So I mean. You can't hand him that much, right? This is what I dread, though. I mean, does that mean another defensive change coming for the Chargers? I can't see them switch to a three-four again. I can't. I can't take it. No, I, I don't think so. I, can't take anymore, I don't think so. Um, you got to start. It's got to be a point where these coaches work with the personnel they have. And stop trying finish. to install. Ski, you're gonna stand Bosa up. Come on. They try to make any sense. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Uh, so yeah. So Green Bay advances 32-18. Uh, they will go on to the NFC Championship game. This is Rodgers. Do you know that Aaron Rodgers is 0-3 in his last? I do, NFC and none games? of them have been at home. This is the first one that's going to be at home no, for him. So, so this will be his first. You know, the, we'll see. And the three are actually pretty – I thought I found it pretty interesting. Obviously, one was last year. They Seattle, lost to San Francisco. Atlanta, and San Francisco. See, and and it's, it's significant because if you think about it, it was the two games where New England had kind of historic Super Bowl wins. It was the comeback, and it was the goal line stand. You really brought this back listen, here? Listen, I'm, I'm not even making it about not that. Not last year. What? Not last year when he lost. No, no, no. My, my, listen. The two, two of the games that Aaron Rodgers lost to, okay, were the Atlanta and the Seattle games, and those games were the would end up being the games where New England came back against Atlanta, and then those the goal line. Oh, you're line. saying these could have been Rodgers Super Bowls? My point is, those could have been epic clashes between Patriots and Packers. That, but that, they weren't because he didn't point, get the though. job done then. It's so kind of crazy now, looking now back at revision. You know I mean, not that wasn't a humble well, brag no, moment. That no, was a history lost moment. To, to looking oh, back whatever. on it, um, but we'll see what happens this time because now he's actually, ironically enough. Going to face off against, we'll save that for last because that was the last game why? of Sunday. It was the last yeah, game of Sunday. Just... That's why the next game on the slate was Buffalo versus 
Baltimore, and I gotta be honest with you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It I was, couldn't. I thought it was gonna be this action-packed game, and more disappointed. It just wasn't, and. I, I literally, this was probably the game I personally looked forward to of the whole weekend, aside from just rooting for Tom Brady. Like, talent-wise, I, I looked forward to this game, and I was so let down by this game. It was 3-3 three to three going into halftime, and then the other points basically were scored in the third quarter, and that was it. Yeah, it wasn't exciting. You should have you know, known Justin something. Justin Tucker's banging things off the up. Right? I was going to say, you should have known something was So the final score of this game, Buffalo ends up taking this game, and and. Early but if you go by the straight numbers, they did not. They got outplayed. Who I was so I was gonna say this. <laughs> you mentioned Justin Tucker, okay? Which is disgusting. Justin Tucker had two missed field goals. He blessed both uprights, okay? Both. And, and then wow. and then Lamar throws a pick six. That's literally thirteen points. Yep, sure is. The final score of this game is seventeen three. Yeah, I know. So I mean. I, I, I don't want to bash. We've been giving the Bills credit all this time. They did what they had to do. They've been they got to this point in the first place. But Baltimore had a bunch of offensive struggles this year, and and you want to talk about all time struggles. Justin Tucker, when as soon as I saw him miss that first kick, I was like, "What is this game going to do now?" And then he missed another kick, and it was just like, and then the game was just terrible. And Lamar goes fourteen for twenty four passing, one hundred sixty two yards, and then he ends up leaving the game at the end of it all. And it's just like, how could this get any worse possibly after no. he throws a pick six? It's even it's like, worse when you just like mock Andrews one more, oh catch one more. This guy's over here losing his prop bets well, over here. Well, that's the only thing that kept that game interesting. <laughs> I mean, true. I mean, again, you got to give credit to Josh Allen. He goes 23 for 37, 206 yards. But, I mean, the truth is they only ran for what? I'm looking at the line here. They ran for less than 35 yards in this game. I'll tell you what, I mean, if you, but the thing is, if you look at the – ultimately, you look at that stat line, that defense showed out in the numbers with sacks. Whose defense? Buffalo's. Sacks, yeah, the interception return. It looks like they played a much better game. They but wrecked Baltimore the Baltimore was constantly inside the red zone. Like you said, they're just throwing picks, missing kicks, and that turned out to be the difference in this game. I wouldn't say they're head and shoulders above the Ravens because – you know, there was a point where if you had the points with the Ravens, you were like, yeah, this should be good. But uh, well, In fact, that's what I did. <laughs> in yeah. fact, that's exactly what I did. And, well, you know what? It, sometimes it swings the other way. 101 yards, you just watch your ticket. You might as well flush the ticket at that point. That's when you know it's over. But, you know. I did. Oh. <laughs> that's exactly when I knew it was over. Well, like I told you, I, I lost in the first game over. I, I had the, uh, I think it was under. I, and for whatever reason, when I played it, I thought it was under 55 points. And then I looked in the third quarter, I was like, oh, this is under 45. Rip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, in, in this Buffalo game, Baltimore actually had the ball for 35 minutes as opposed to 24 minutes for the Bills. They had 150 rushing yards as opposed to 32 rushing yards for the Bills. And they had 190 passing yards as opposed to 188 passing yards for the Bills. Yeah, wasn't a good game. They had more first downs, more yards per play, uh, better third down efficiency, more total plays. They just allowed more sacks, had the exact same amount of punts that they – the problem was, looking at the stat lines here, they had more sacks allowed, and they had more penalties. And then they had that one pick six. That was the difference in this game, basically. Yeah. Even the touchdown they gave up, I don't know. If you, I was sitting on the couch watching this, and I go, "Am I, I can't be the only person. And clearly you've seen the, the tape of it over the course of the weekend, but I was like, there's more receivers than there are corners over there. What is the defense doing? <laughs> like, I right. don't understand. You know, Can you guys count? Yeah, like three to two. You guys hey are now, here, right? hope, like, <laughs> Send on. for help. Send for help. But uh, I don't know. Whatever. 
Bills hey, move on. Bills move on, man, and they keep on doing it. This is what their seventh win in a while, bro. It's crazy. No, cra- it's more than that. It's, it's crazy at this it, point. So it's getting out of control. One, two. It's almost either ten or eleven. It's got to be up it's there. The nuts. last game they lost was like week eight. Bills mafia the, was that hail mary. Yeah, cue the flaming tables, man. If they, if they come out next week and they get a win, I I I want to go to Buffalo. That's all I want to say is I want to be in Buffalo. In Buffalo. There's nothing in Buffalo but the Bills Mafia, and that, that, that might be good enough for a week or two come Super Bowl week. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so we move on to Sunday. Sunday, the first game, another game that much people hyping up, man. Talk about college previews. Everyone was bringing up that, that Oklahoma-Texas Tech matchup, talking about these guys throwing for literally 1,200 yards and I think 10-plus touchdowns when they played in college last time. This was not that, <laughs> to say so the least. Uh, this was not that, but – uh, let's just all right. Let's pick it up right before I guess what we were talking about before. Because honestly, this is the play I was talking about before I left the house yesterday. Let's play we were talking about. When we we're in here. Cleveland has a chance over here to basically bring this game to catch my first half over. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> to bring this game within six points. Right. It was sixteen three at the time. Yeah, sixteen three. Higgins is going in. Higgins is going into God, the end zone. Good on that drive they were, too. They, they were, were clicking, moving man. down the field. They had too. finally they were struggling a little bit. They got a field goal. To start, they finally had put something together. It was, it was, there was inside two minutes up in the half, I believe, right? Inside two minutes up in the half, about probably between a minute and a half. All he had to do is run right out of bounds. He tried to be the hero. And the problem is, he starts diving for the pylon at like the five yard line, and unless he stretched Armstrong, he makes. There's no chance he's gonna make it in the first place. He also got cracked. I'll say. Then the whole game. Then then the second part of the play is, and rightfully so. Sorensen, who had been made, who had been out there making plays, okay. Even my girlfriend was like, "Is he saying Sorensen?" Because they've been calling Sorensen's name so many goddamn times already in the afternoon. He's out there making plays, and he comes and there's no other way to say it. They start talking about it afterwards, even bring the referee in. Torpedo helmet to helmet cleans this guy out, and so much so that the ball comes loose. And Higgins being so close to the end zone, not going to make it clearly. Uh, that ball will bounce in the most magical releases ways. the football man Oof. from his hands. It bounces into the end zone touchback even if it just stays in the end zone they get a chance to maybe have to someone recover. fall on yeah the, nope, guy, the guy was standing there the guy right, couldn't yep and joku couldn't get there quick enough couldn't he? he just yeah, yeah he just sat there on his knees yeah, in dismay guy, afterwards yeah. <laughs> but uh Sorensen with a big hit and, and they t- they did talk about it afterwards it's kind of weird how you can have a play like that because it's ruled a fumble on the field change the game so much but yet you can't look at, you can look at everything else in sports and the NBA they review everything in their mother but yet you can't but look at something that that, right you, you can't look at something that's a clear foul here that that caused a big play it, it was kind of annoying but it is what it is and let me let me tell you something right now and I heard someone I can't I wish I could remember who said it in one of these talking heads I was watching this morning you give coaches two challenge flags. You give them a third <laughs> if they get two right. You got to tell them let what they them, can and can't challenge? Let them challenge whatever the hell they want. <laughs> exactly. Like, why does it have to be something that we only set ground rules? Because if you're only going to – if you say, okay, we're going to have replays inside two minutes that are going to come on – or we're going to have scoring plays, turnovers, automatic, and anything inside two minutes we're automatically going to look at. Other than that, they got two chances. Right. You're taking a timeout either way. Just let them challenge whatever the hell they want. Exactly. I know it got out of hand when they changed the pass interference rules. They started getting really ticky-tack with what they started challenging. But who cares? They still lose the challenge if they want to challenge something stupid. It's their right to throw the flag. 
Let it happen. Yeah, I'll even go one step further, especially in the playoffs. I don't Ex- get it. But especially, I mean, after we saw what happened, like you said, with that pass interference with the Saints, and then it just something like it, it was kind of messed up too because at the time it happened, and I was like, oh my God, that's such a big deal. So, long story short, it's touchback. The Chiefs have plenty of time left in the half. They end up going down. Kicking it's 16 3, goal. kick a field goal. Now it's 19 3 instead of 16 10. Which you said that you still think that they'd score a field goal anyway. But I still way, think they come back down the field and at least get that field goal. They'd have 10 points. Fast forward a little bit in this game, okay, to, to the next relevant point in this game. Excuse me, on third down play, Mahomes, which I don't even know what the hell was going on in this play. Mahomes ends up getting choked out, tackled, sleeper slammed. I don't know. Uh, it didn't look like he got his head hit too hard. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't look like a helmet to helmet. It just. I think Jay Glazer, you know. Of MMA fame as well said yeah. something where you almost probably got choked out to some degree and right. maybe lost some consciousness for a second. I don't know. I didn't think it was all that bad till they showed the replay and he tried to stumble up. Yeah, it's, it's when you see him try to get to his feet. Yeah, that's like, okay, when it gets really. The man bad. is clearly affected somehow, some way here. Um, but it was a, a third down play, right? It was like a concussion if I've ever seen one. Hell yeah, it was like a third down play, right? He was trying to convert a third down, basically. And I forget who it was, but I mean, whoever it was, I would if I was his teammate, I'll tell you what, I wouldn't have let him off the field cleanly, that's for sure. But uh, long story short, Mahomes is clearly concussed. He has to come out of the game, and this turns into a game now. Chad, Chad Henney comes into this game. Uh, he ends up throwing an interception, but I mean, the Browns he have threw a punt. Let's be honest, right. that's what that was. Right. But the, but, that I mean, was an awful. And he uses his wheels to make plays here, but the Browns have a chance to win this game, and. Kudos to Henny for making the play when he had to. It was it came down to a fourth down play, believe it or not. Great call. Great call. Where they end up, yeah, they end up going for it. I mean, you, get, you almost have to kind of go for it with the talent they have around I him. I said the same thing. You know, yeah. I was sitting actually with my father-in-law when this happened, and he's talking to me, and he's like, if I'm the coach, I'm punting. I'm like, no, you got to go for this because they still need a touchdown, whether they got to go 80 yards and get it and 50 yards to get it. This is assuming that your punter pins them inside and doesn't kick it right. out of the end zone. It does not matter. Getting the, what was it, inches that they needed yeah. is a certain victory, whereas if you punt it away, you can still lose the game. So what's the difference between the 50 and possibly the 20? or Who knows? I, I, I love the call. I thought it was right in the moment, and... It's one of those things where, I mean, I didn't see that type of play coming. You know, even the, you right. know, Romo was like, oh, they're just going to draw him off. They're not really, oh, shit. Oh, you know oh. what I mean? But especially since he was in the shotgun. But I thought it was a great, great play to get them that win. They showed, I forget exactly, uh, once it was a Dolphins game, they basically ran that same exact play earlier this year, too, for a conversion. Obviously, not with Chad Henning in the game. Uh, but you're right. I mean, strong play call. It was a player they knew they had, that they – Clearly they knew it was going to work. Exactly. I mean, that's the thing. At the end of the day, if you're the Kansas City Chiefs and you're playing in your first-round playoff game, if you can't, if you don't have a player who can get a yard, then you don't belong to be there. You don't deserve to be there in the first place. You know what I mean? And, well, and, I don't know if it's always a matter of getting a yard because he got like seven. But like – So my point is when you're in a situation, right, like if, if you're Andy Reid, a Super Bowl winning coach, if you don't have a player that can get you a yard, you don't deserve to be there in the first place. Like Plain and simple. Like you just don't. And they came through the clutch. they also didn't have their running back. They didn't. Honestly, I think the biggest story here is that why the hell couldn't Baker Mayfield, with with the way they've been playing the last couple weeks, why couldn't they make something happen? I mean, they're down less than a touchdown, and 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 the point is, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you where they they lost that game in the first half. Not not due to the fumble 
and the lack of points there. They lost that game because if you saw when they came out of the halftime, they started giving Chubb more rushes because that guy was dropping every pass under the sun too. I was about to go look up his stats. To be but honest. they started giving Chubb the ball. He started rushing. That rushing attack started to come alive. They eventually put it in the end zone with Hunt. They needed to come out from the jump and really establish that run, and they it. didn't. And that's what lost them this game. Future's bright in Cleveland. I'll give them that. They got no defense what'd you, what'd you still. Say? Bright. But the future's bright. Yeah, man. I was actually, like you said, I was the running game. They went 13 carries with Chubb, six carries with Hunt, and that's just not the way they were getting done the last couple of weeks. 19 carries between the two of them? No, that's these not guys, good enough. These guys are trying out 200 yards. You could give these guys double-digit carries each, and they, they would give them 200 yards. They should have been 15 carries. You would think, like I said, at least double-digit carries for these guys. I don't think Kareem Hunt touched the ball until the second half. Yeah, he, he was very scarce, very like, scarce out on the field. And I, and I know that specifically because he was in a daily lineup, but – that's insane when this is how you got to where you are that you just straight abandon this. And I I like Chris Jones. I think Chris Jones is good. I don't think he's enough to stop doing what my – and they got all their linemen back. Right. Well, no, I lied. They lost oh, their left tackle in the beginning of the game. You saw the guy bouncing And then around. eventually they lost it back up too. But at, at some point you've got to go with what your strength is and their strength was running the ball and they didn't do it enough in the first half and that's why they got behind the way they did because i tell you what this kansas city team for everything that we want to harp on them they were not moving the ball up and down the field and i thought mahomes was going to have it easy with this secondary but they just did not get that done in that sense yeah i was just going to comment i know mahomes went out the game in the third quarter but even look at the passing stats mahomes was 21 for 30 Henny was six for eight. They only attempted thirty-eight passes in that game. Make a, Baker Mayfield had thirty-seven passes himself. So I mean, well, he's that, playing catch-up at some point. He's playing so. catch-up, but it also shows that they weren't running the ball. In fact, that they only had one one less passing attempt than the Kansas City Chiefs did as a team. Is they should have had significantly less passing attempts, more rushing attempts. The Chiefs themselves, they were the ones running the ball. They had what three, six, eight, ten, eleven, twenty-four, which doesn't seem like a lot, but in comparison, it's still more than what Cleveland had. And I just as the team who had two all-pro running backs coming into this game, you would have thought that Cleveland, like you said, would have established a run early and often, had these guys turn it out. They had 5.3-yard uh, per yeah, carry they average. they were gashing them when they you actually know? ran the ball, so I don't know. It, but like I said, that was probably too little too late. Higgins, though, at the end of the day, the sad part is that touchdown, that whole play, the Sorensen hit. big momentum thing. It comes back to absolutely wall the Brown season. Who knows what happens if they convert that play, if they end up scoring a touchdown, if they end up getting points there. Um, but the truth is they lose this game 22-17. And you cover, though. Cover. Big cover. Big cover on that minus 10, which it fell down to minus 7, I heard. Yeah, get down the there. Get down there before kickoff. Minus Don't know seven. why. Don't know what happened. Don't but, know what changed. Uh, Kansas City will move on. It just means people had their shirts to lose if the Chiefs lost. I do want to say kudos to the Browns. Like we talked about last week, they were getting shit on weeks three, four, five, six, seven, and somehow they found their way to the AFC divisional round to play against the Chiefs, to have a shot. To, we were talking about them potentially even have a chance to win this game. So kudos to them. They will be back. The future no, is we bright. Didn't. Hey, they, they had a chance to win this game, man, at some point. They might have blown it, but they, they absolutely did have they a chance no to win this game. this game. If you say so, bro, if you say so. I, I'm curious to see what they do with Baker Mayfield. Next, uh, excuse me. With uh, with Odell Beckham next year, the truth is they came all the way this year. It was, it was a big thing for them to get him. They came all the way this far, and they don't seem to really need the guy. Am I wrong? I don't know if you're wrong, but, you know, 
Like, like is, is is Rashad Higgins what you want to hang your hat on right now? I mean, that's a tough. After a the conversation ass, we just had, honestly, going into this, I would have said, ask. I would have said, yeah. I mean, that's I absolutely. O- I don't know if Odell's doing that, or if he is. At least he's athletic enough to maybe get there. Yeah, I, honestly, I can see them moving on from Odell in the off season. It's it's going to be a hell of a, a free agent uh, class, and he might just be added to that because why why would they pay him the money to come in to demand more targets to? to take more of the salary cap space when they can use that to prove the rest of their team and maybe well, he should just play within the offense and but I mean, has he when has he done that i don't know it's a different situation in new york when it's just like eli manning you know he's just gonna throw you the ball and let's be honest no one knew eli was gonna i mean odell was gonna be what he turned out to be in uh new york there but who knows? We'll see. I mean, I still feel like he's going to have the opportunity to some someone will be willing to pay him his money and, and give him his way. And it just doesn't seem like with the way everyone thought things were going to play out for him in Cleveland, it seems like they've moved on, and it, it seems like it'd be better for him to move on as well. Jarvis is still there, though. His Jarvis. Boy, his boy's still there. I That's love what Jarvis. thought was going to be, but. And the final game, final game on the slate to complete it. Like I said, so Kansas City's going to move History on. Channel. They're going to host Buffalo next week in the AFC title game, uh, one versus two. Should be a hell of a matchup. But finally, the old timers came out. They looked like old timers too, the way they were throwing the ball. This game, man, it was it was a and tough was watch for the No while excuses. There. They were in a dome. Breeze versus Brady, Bucks versus Saints. In the in the the Mercedes Benz Dome. I gotta tell you, man, I, I was t- there was no Taysom Hill in this game. Might have affected them. I was a surprised. Bit. It, it, and they they maybe could have used Taysom Hill in this game. It was a Jameis sighting, though. They, they Not were, only was there a Jameis sighting, there was a Jameis. Touchdown! There was a Jameis sighting and a touchdown. The New Orleans Saints got out to they got to a six nothing lead in this game, right? They were actually on top in the first. Yeah, they were. Let's call it that. They were on top in this game, uh, like you said before, the Jameis uh, miracle wonder play where they had him line up at wide receiver and they threw a reverse to him. But I mean, when I saw that though, if I'm being honest with you, it was an amazing play, right? But what it said to me was, they got to play another quarterback. And then that's when I realized when where's Taysom Hill? I'm like, Taysom Hill's been in the game. I'm like, this can't We're be We're dialing one up, and we needed to get down the field. And you know who's got a cannon? Jameis. Jameis does. <laughs> well, so it was that, and then it was the fact that Mike Evans, Mr. Anti-I-Can't-Do-Nothing-About-The-Saints, then, and granted, we talked about I know it was a two-yard touchdown, but then he got into the end zone, and I was like, Tampa Bay is going to come back, and they're going to win this game, aren't they? And, and to his credit, Drew Brees tried – 19 for 34, 134 yards, but three interceptions. Three interceptions for Drew Brees yeah. in a divisional playoff game. This is not uh, – look, I've been one saying of them, it The last one was on a tip drill. The other – I don't, I don't remember care. the first one. Devin White made a great play on another one, but – Tom Brady didn't light it up. He did what he had to do to win the game. But the biggest story here is Drew Brees has not been Drew Brees in months. He had the injury. People try to make it seem like he was me okay – I don't know what more people need to see. Like you were talking about before, Michael Thomas. I don't know what happened to Michael Thomas. Yeah, I, someone should put what, his face on a milk carton well, I, after I yesterday. Know, the truth is, what helped Michael Thomas before? It was Drew Brees' accuracy. He's clearly not the same player, and that's okay, but people have to be honest about it. It's, it, it I don't understand why it took so long for everyone to realize this. The guy had, what, 11 rib fractures on a 41-year-old quarterback? People question Tom Brady every single day without the bodily injuries that this man had. I mean, it's not yeah, crazy but, to think. It's yeah, not it, crazy. They still played well with him in the game. I, I just I, I think Michael Thomas had four targets yesterday. He caught none of them. I don't think it was an accuracy issue. I know Goose he, eggs across the board for Thomas. But, you know, this Tampa Bay defense ain't that good on the back end. So, Devin White was so in plays out there. So 
was Thomas 100% healthy? Was is, he, is it all being put on Breeze at this point? I like, think Breeze was, isn't that healthy, was, man. Was Thomas getting open? I don't know. Who knows? There was stuff early in this year, too, with Thomas and, and, and arguments and practice. The truth is that Sean Payton is a great coach. He's not going to let that stuff out. The truth is who knows what's going on with that team. Yeah, there was all that nonsense yeah, of Michael Thomas. And people don't want to bring that crap up, which means that there's probably a lot of credibility to what the hell's going on that team. And without Drew Brees there all year, this is probably the end of the Saints team as we know it, and people don't want to say that either. <laughs> like, that defense will be back. They'll still be good. Thomas will still be back, hopefully. Hopefully, but what are they going to do at quarterback? Camaro will still be the you know, he said you, you, it. You know he what I'm saying? Jameis is the he wants Jameis. Ah, I mean, I, I mean, it that's, can't be Taysom Hill. That's not the. It can't answer. be. It can't be. And Kamara, I think, did they resign Kamara to a new oh, deal? Yeah, okay, yeah. They, they gave Kamara yeah. his money to be a deal. That contract right before the season. But now you have this Michael Thomas thing to deal with that they're gonna have to deal with. You know what I mean? So it's like, and I think you do have to look at it. Is honestly, I thought coming to the season that he was one. I thought he was the best receiver in the league. And the more you kind of look at it is you have to kind of question that now and say, was it really well, Drew Well, Devontae Brees? Adams was like, put that shit to the side. You got Devontae Adams. You got, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, you got DeAndre Hopkins. And obviously, St- Stephon Diggs coming in this year being like, excuse me, Hold I have a quarterback beer. now. Exactly. So he's like, look at me, look at me. Um, I don't have to yell. <laughs> the guy misses me every day. <laughs> exactly. But, um, but overall, man, the Saints, it was troubling to see that this is kind of the fall from grace, the unexpected exit. Tough uh, exit. Potentially, man. yeah, of Drew Brees. Um, it was nice seeing my man TB12, though, uh, getting the job done with his team, getting over the hump. It's it, We talked about this before, too. It's hard to expect any team to go out there and beat any other team three times in the season, period. And this being the third match between those two teams this year, um, that's kind of how I thought was going to – That that's exactly how I thought because I expected this to play out. Excuse me. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? It's not how we're going to remember Breeze, but it's a tough way to possibly exit. It is. And, and I mean, do you think he, – he always said up until this point that this was going to be the end of it for him. But then he kind of decided to backtrack a little bit after the game saying, yeah, you know, I'm going to take some time and think about it. Do you think that this is it for him, though? I mean, considering the fact that, number one, the, I, I want to bring this up too. Considering the fact that the way things ended last year, the way things ended this year, do you think that he just wants to give it maybe one solid go? Or do you think that he's going to be like, you know what? Shut it down. I think they, that, they've had some think, bad uh, exits, yeah, man. The you know, last three years. Well, I mean, the, the <laughs> chart topper is the one that should have. They should have been in a Super Bowl instead of the Rams. I think that matters. That's easy. The other one, the minute, the miracle. It's all know, that's that. that's a guy screwing that up. The push off or whatever. It was a push off last year with Rudolph, <laughs> like, and then this year just unceremoniously bounced that way. I think this was a tough year for everybody, so it's hard to really, you know, I know what I mean. I think if that stadium is full of fans, it's not. It's a, it's a lot maybe different. a different game. It's a. I mean, he'll know the offense. It's still. It's a lot of work to put in. He's already got his next job lined up. I could see if he wanted to maybe say, "All right, you know what? If it's going to be a normal year, we're going to have fans. We're not going to do this. All this outside stuff. No COVID. No pandemic. I think he." Could reasonably say, I'll come back and give it one more go. I think he signed for one more year, technically. I could be Is wrong. Uh, I could be wrong. Yeah. But I could see him saying that. But at the same time, well, I mean, if, if he, you know, didn't look good. No, and that's the other thing, man. It didn't look good. And, uh, yeah, I mean, times times a bit. The truth is, you only have one one go at this. You know what I mean? So I, I wouldn't blame the guy for wanting to come back and try it again. But it didn't look good, and I can't imagine that uh, 
I don't know, being 42, maybe maybe the injuries can heal up and maybe he can get back to it. But the biggest thing is he didn't seem to have that same zip, that same fire, that same passion. Yeah, it's not, passion, it's definitely you know not I mean? on the, the deep throws. When you're bringing in Jameis on the trick play to throw the deep throw, the right. probably not a lot of ammo left in the in – the- the clip exactly exactly hell of a season by the saints hell of a season by the saints making it this far um but it will be tom brady and the tampa bay buccaneers advancing next week to go play the the excuse me the green bay packers in lambeau field which should be an interesting game like we mentioned before brady and the packers uh there was potential for them to meet up before in the super bowl never really happened uh but now here we are they will square off and i, I believe i do believe they are the first game next week I was starting to pull it up over here. I think the Packers, yes, yes, uh, the yes, Bucks yes, and yes, Packers. Yes. What do you know what time it is? Three oh five. Three oh five. Is this Sunday's? Is games. it? Is it Sunday? I was going to say. Of course, it's Sunday. It's Conference it's, uh, Championship Sunday. Three oh five, six forty kickoffs. Conference Championship games. Yeah, it's a. Uh, a quote. Why is it? And it gives me NCAA. Let me tell you. I'm right. That's all you need to know. You don't need to check this. Don't fact check it. I'm telling you. That's what it is. The Packers will be. The Packers will be on first. So, all right. So, what time is it then? Three oh five. And what time is the second one then? Six forty. Okay. You know, what? I'll just believe you then. Uh, so the Packers will play at three oh five, and then the Chiefs and the Bills will play at six forty. Uh, the the what the the Buccaneers were the five seed, right? One and five. Yeah. The the second buy that wasn't really a buy, but it yeah. was because you played the NFC East winner. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, that wasn't a walk, man. I still say I was actually thinking about the other day. Okay, they had Alex Smith. Whatever. They if they Alex had Alex Smith, Smith, they lose by forty. Hey, I man. promise you. You never know. Um, but let's talk about it, man, real quick. Packers, Bucks. You had Rams winning. I'm not gonna let you. I'm not gonna let you forget about that. You had Rams Saints in this game. So it went totally opposite. It's okay. Though. It's the first time. First time you were, you were wrong in a couple weeks. So I'll let it slide. Did you see what he was wearing? Jesus Christ. No. The flak jacket. My God. Anyway, let's I, just, I digress. That. Who do you like here, man? You get the you got oh the Packers. Aaron Rodgers. I'm done. I'm done betting against the Packers. You're done betting against I'm the Packers. Done. I am done. Why are you so emphatically? I am done. Well, let me ask you this: Packers. Is this is this your years of built up nope, hate nope, for Tom nope, Brady? No, 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 no. Nope, what nope. is this? I am. You just, are so quick right I, now. I am done betting against the Packers. I'm not betting against the Packers at home. I'm just not doing it. I, I don't care. That offense is make dynamic in okay. every which way <laughs> whatsoever. Nope. I, w- I watched Tom Brady throw the ball around with not that much zip. Nope, wasn't great. I don't care. Give me the Packers. All right, I'm gonna go one time on this. All right? I don't care. Don't don't give me this Brady love crap. So you're done betting on you're done betting yep. against Aaron Rodgers after watching yep. him for one season. You're yep. done after this season. In yeah, because Aaron Rodgers is on let a scorched let earth FU tour. So you're done watching and betting against Aaron Rodgers, but you haven't learned anything after sitting in that chair for 21 seasons and watching what Tom Brady consistently delivers. Postseason after postseason after postseason. This man is on a scorched earth tour right now, no, and think you think that Lambeau Field and Aaron Rodgers is going to stop I him? Know. I think you are I highly know. mistaken for not being that... aware as to who exactly is on the warpath. That I man is care. not Aaron Rodgers. Yes, for what? he is having an MVP style campaign. Yeah, yes, oh. he is lighting it up, and yes, he will win the MVP. But for you to just easily dismiss Tom Brady, sir, I'm done, sir. Because I'm dismissing Where it out have of him. you been? Get out of here. Where have you I don't been? Want it. Dismissing them? I want no, no way. How dare you? No way. You, that sir. team did How not dare look you. good yesterday. They did the not look good. Did, they did not, the did not look great. Amazing from what from the parts that I did see. And I know they went up against a better defense for whatever its flaws were in that process. And they exactly. put up 30 something points. 
Exactly. So I'm I'm done. I'm done. Who went gonna... against the bad defense? You said the Packers went against the bad yes. defense? You think the, you think yes, the, the banged-up Rams defense yes. was still better than the Saints defense? There's still a better defense okay, than the Saints defense. Okay. This is all I know. I know that in pressure games, Tom Brady, time and time again, more likely than not, has put up points, has performed, and has got the job done. Okay, well, we're going to see me, no on, matter what. Hold on. I'm I think, not going to argue. The Tampa, You're going to convince listen, me. Listen, I think Tampa Bay do, – do you think the Tampa Bay offense has more or less – more or less, or the same weapons as as the Packers do. Here's the funny thing about that: if you yeah. look at that game yesterday, AB was banged up at some point in that game. Yeah, yeah. I think Mike Evans is still banged up, and Godwin keeps dropping passes. I'm asking so, who's banged up. So, I'm asking you so, about so, talent level. So talent level aside, give me the Packers. I still want the Packers because even though it's the Alan Lazards and the Marquez Valdez Scantlings against the ABs and the Chris Godwins of the world, this. I absolutely believe this because <laughs> those guys. Nope, I'm done. Give the Packers. Put it in. All right, send it in. Hey, if you say so, this is all I say. I I think that you're not giving the Buccaneers defense enough credit. Um, I don't think they're world beaters. I just don't think they're terrible like you're saying they are. I really do like having Devin White back on the defense. I think something. he's a playmaker. It doesn't matter. I'm not saying he's going to be the world of difference. Who's covering Devontae Adams? Listen. Uh, if Jalen Ramsey I agree with you. He's the best receiver in football. It's going to be a tough cover for them. It's going to be a good game. I just think that for you to say you're riding off. I'm not riding him off. I'm just riding with the other team. All right. Um, do, do you want the spreads for that game? Three and a half. The, the Bucks are getting three and a half? Oh, see, this is the same thing as last week. And then now I def so I, I wanna with, with my heart says Tom Brady's gonna win three and a half. I also like the three and a half with the Buccaneers. Go ahead, take though. your three and a half. I'll lay it all day. Uh, but I, I will say maybe this. I'll buy it down to three. Who knows? But At I'm going. I'm going. Go pack. Go. This is what I say. My heart. I love Tom Brady. I think. I think you can pull it out. Three and a half points. I love the three and a half points. But if I'm being honest with you, if you ask me with a gun to my head. I do think the Packers will win this game. Yeah, no shit you think the Packers are going to win this game. <laughs> I do think the Packers will end up winning this game. But, but, let's go, Tommy boy. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Uh, in the AFC, the AFC partially is because I do want Tom Brady to hopefully face off against the Bills. I don't think that has any chance of happening. Um, but do you? Do you think that Josh Allen, you saw what happened last week with, well, let me say this, with the Browns, okay? You saw the performance the Browns put in. Do you think Josh Allen, a guy who actually can pass the ball? I didn't see anything special out of that Bills offense on I, Saturday I, I, either, so what's the uh, difference? Fair point. But do you think that Josh Allen and the Bills have any chance of going to the Kansas Oh, I think City? they have a chance. Would I pick them? Can they Probably win that game? Do you, who do you like in that matchup? I mean, I like Kansas City. If Kansas City's Kansas City, Mahomes is playing. I'll break that news right now. Oh, I mean, he's going to play. Uh, I, don't, I don't question you know, him not playing yeah. a lot. It's not a chance on this earth. He, imagine that coming out. You want to talk about clickbait? I mean, yeah. So, I mean, Baltimore. Do Buffalo have a chance? Sure. Would I count them out? No. But it's not like their offense looked great last week. They didn't impress anybody. No, they that. didn't. I mean, granted, they, clearly there was some weather and wind effects that were on those throws. You saw both quarterbacks sailing some stuff. But I think this has. I, got, I think they got a chance. I think this has the potential to be the high-scoring game that everyone thought the Cleveland game was going to be. Yeah, I thought that too, and then who knows. Yeah, so well, I don't want to fall into that trap again. Baltimore's defense is is pretty decent, so you can't really fault the Buffalo team for not having But I, I don't think the Chiefs' defense will put, uh, put up quite the fight that, that uh, Baltimore's did, and I can see this game just being 
basically just digs and, and he'll just run up and down the field and just having a good time. And maybe this is the game that everybody really wants is the truth. That I heard Paolo Torre say a funny thing that a good game in the NFL means terrible defense. That's what a good game. Like, yeah, that's what a good game. That's in the NFL exactly. Like, well, you can, sometimes you can have better offense than good. You can still have good defense, but better right. offense. For the most part, if someone says that was a oh, great game, there was awful defense. I had in someone the game. yesterday trying to tell me that they wanted Cleveland to win that game. I said, "No, you don't. <laughs> hey. you, you didn't want to watch Cleveland Buffalo. Every you wanted to wa- you want to watch Kansas City Buffalo. You are hoping, and like you said, you are hoping that it is track meet up and down, exactly. up and down." I think that's more likely this week than anything. Those defenses are going to be out there. Again, Buffalo's defense, I think, is better than, than most people give them credit for. They can step up, but Kansas City's defense doesn't really uh, offer much, uh, I think, uh, has, uh, I think resistance, I guess is the way to say it, for some of these high-scoring teams. And if Diggs can get it going, even last week, I mean, there wasn't much scoring, but I think Diggs still had six catches for 108 yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, he can still make it happen. Uh, Tyreek Hill, same thing. They can still bust, bust loose for a play. I, I didn't get to bring it up during the – during the Chiefs game, did you see the touchdown that Kelsey scored? Um, Where he just jumped over and rode his the crowd back. surf touchdown, man. I was that's actually pretty funny, man. I was like, whose back is this? He's riding on Michael Hardman's. Michael Hardman, man, take a ride, hitch a ride onto the end zone. Uh, I agree, though. I, I, as much as I would love to see Buffalo get into the get into the Super Bowl, I don't think it's their year. I think Mahomes is, gonna, is destined to be back there and face off against Aaron Rodgers. It would be. I want to say it's Super Bowl four. I want to say it actually be the the anniversary of Super Bowl four where the same teams squared off against each other. So if it actually you say be, so. it would be pretty cool uh, to see Green Bay and the Kansas City Chiefs back into the Super Bowl against each other. We will see. It also would be cool to have the two MVP candidates square off against each other. But I will say this out loud. And then they should duel for the trophy. They should. I will say this though out loud. Every year we're like this is the potential to happen, and everyone's like, oh yeah, Green Bay versus Kansas City. It almost someone always it almost it yeah. never never happens. What are you gonna do? Hope so for, hope for it. Hope for the best. But I also love the shit show things like that. And if a Buffalo Bucks Super Bowl happens, I mean honestly, to me, like I said, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. To some people, they they would say that's awful. But um, Josh Allen versus Tom Brady, that would almost be like some uh some weird alternate universe weird Super Bowl thing that two years ago people you would know have called Bills you crazy. Are just fuck it up again. They probably history will repeat itself once again, but uh, we will see, man. We will all be tuned in. We will all be locked in the Sunday. There's plenty. Of, what are you watching right now? Brooklyn's up. Brooklyn and the Bucks. Are they? Are, who's up? And Brooklyn is up right now, and the Bucks are just jacking threes. There's gonna be plenty of basketball games on. Uh, keep it locked to figure out what the hell's going on with James Harden. These guys, I think the Nets look great, but uh, we'll see how they do this tonight against the Bucks and the Nets. Uh, get those bets in. Keep it locked. Tune in. Uh, tune into all the basketball games and the hockey games. That's what I was going to say. Don't forget about your hockey games. Baseball shells t- back. Baseball should be starting up soon too, shouldn't it? No, uh, maybe pitches and catches reports, but who cares? It's all starting back up, folks. It's all getting back into the swing of things, and we will be right here to cover it all. Uh, we will be right back here again next Monday after the games. So, like I said, make sure you check out those divisional, co- excuse me, the conference championship games. And we will see you again next week. Take care, guys. That run, that run from the Celtics, it never, it never, it never came, came, folks. It never showed up. Uh, <laughs> Waiting for the girls to show up. They never came. They never came, man. They never came. <laughs>